Hello G&Divas, we're just popping up in case you're deep in episodes from years ago to tell you that very soon you can see us in the cinema. Hello from the future. It's future William and Jordan here. Stop living in the past and get up today. Next Tuesday, our show at the London Palladium will be streamed live into cinemas. So if you want an evening full of laughs and outrageous problems and dilemmas, then come along and join us on the big screen. Help as Sex and My Boss Live is showing everywhere and everyone's welcome. Go to sexofmyboss.com slash cinema to get your tickets now. That's sexofmyboss.com slash cinema. A lot can happen in the next three years. Like a chatbot maybe your new best friend. But what won't change? Needing health insurance. United Healthcare Tri-Term Medical Plans are available for these changing times. Underwritten by Golden Rule Insurance Company, they offer budget-friendly, flexible coverage for people who are in between jobs or missed open enrollment. The plans last nearly three years in some states, with access to a nationwide network of doctors and hospitals. So for whatever tomorrow brings, United Healthcare Tri-Term Medical Plans may be for you. Learn more at UH1.com. Ryan Reynolds here from Mint Mobile. With the price of just about everything going up during inflation, we thought we'd bring our prices down. So to help us, we brought in a reverse auctioneer, which is apparently a thing. Mint Mobile Unlimited Premium Wireless. How to get 30, 30, how to get 30, how to get 20, 20, 20, how to get 20, 20, how to get 15, 15, 15, 15, just 15 bucks a month? So Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month. Slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. Here we go, the final episode. I'm craving a Freddo chocolate butter. A Freddo? Yeah. Not of the Freddo ones, one with caramel in. Oh, caramel Freddo. Oh, no, aren't they called Taz? Didn't they used to be called Tasmanian Devils? Oh, possibly. The Do you remember? Yeah, producer Ben. I'm just craving one of them. Did he still do the Tazers? He had a Freddo and a Taz. There was a, the Tasmanian Devil, you know, from the cartoon. That had caramel the, in The cartoon? Cartoon. Cartoon. Can you hear my belly rumble then? Yeah, you're right. Do you want to eat something? F- Freddo or a Taz? <laughs> Welcome along to Help I Sexted My Boss. Helpful advice for the daily struggles of modern life. Well, that was the plan. Until Jordan turned up. Just so you know, the gin and Dubonnet can make William and Jordan say a few things that some may find a little bit offensive. If that's you, go and find some eggshell emulsion, stuff it on the wall and watch it dry. Hello and welcome to Help I Sexted My Boss. The podcast where we help you navigate the challenges of modern life, aiming to answer your 21st century questions and find solutions to everyday dilemmas. Like, how does a producer tell his two presenters that he's going to miss them over the summer? Oh, creep. And how much G&D is too much G&D when you're hosting a G&D party? Never too much G&D. Never. No such thing. And of course, what should you do if you've accidentally sexted your boss? But... We are not your usual agony ants, are we, William Hanson, UK's leading etiquette expert? No, we're not Jordan North, radio presenter. I'm more Harrow, whereas you're just harrowing. What's Harrow? Oh, for God's sake. What's Harrow? It's it's like the second, it's like the not, it's Eton Harrow, the two top schools in this country. Oh. Private schools. My God. Really? Yeah. Did oh. you really not know what Harrow was? No. What's, I've heard of, what's the Christchurch one? What? Christchurch. Well, that's a university. That's a college in it at Cambridge. Yeah. Uh, yeah, one of them. Oxbridge. I went to the University of Sunderland, where I read media studies, which I talked about before. You got a first. I did get a first. Actually. Who didn't? Hey, 
Hey, hey, you need to get, I'm just going to say this, bit of mm. live feedback. Your little I'm more, you're more need to get better in the new series. Just towards the end of the series, they've been tailing off a bit. I, I'll be honest, I didn't actually have one written. I just made that up on the spot. Oh, did you? Well, yeah. What was the one that you written down? There's not, there's not one written. Oh, right, you didn't have one written. No. Could be. And even Ben couldn't be bothered to summon up enough energy to actually write one. I'm more... Hang on, let me think of one. Let me think of one. I'm more... Um, I'm more Chanel. You're more... Hmm? Criminal. <laughs> it's hard, isn't it? Let's it's crack the on. end of the series. We've uh, we've already got our G&D's pod because it's the end of the um, series three. Well, I don't know. <laughs> Oh, you oh, pulled your own, you haven't I pulled, pulled mine. My own. Sometimes we start before the episode. Um, can I just say, take this moment, please, to you, our lovely listeners, that bloody hell, <laughs> we've had a few before. <laughs> we've had a few before, cause, and William's just spilled that everywhere. Are you a bit pissed? I'll just lick the table. <laughs> Don't. You're a bit squiffy. Uh, honestly, Gene Divas, thank you so much for this series. Um, personally, for me, it's been the best series. I've really, really enjoyed it, and we've had some great laughs, and... Um, like we said before, we when we started this about a year and a half ago, we never expected it to be so popular, and we never thought people would love the podcast as much as we do. And um, we just we are yeah, very grateful. We are very grateful. It's it's been. Uh, so shall we toast series three? I think I was just going to say let's say series three and not season three because oh yeah because we're not American to series three series three. How's your week been? What were you telling me about Mikey before? Well, cheers. Next week it's Mikey and my fourth anniversary is it it is so last night in bed i decided to give him what all of our partners really want oh yeah oh yeah hubba hubba ding ding woof woof <laughs> that kind of thing i gave him a relationship mot because <laughs> you know every year once you get past a the what? third year you're supposed to have an mot <laughs> so i just we just checked in this is brilliant. We just checked in to, you know, see how things were going. The poor lad had probably had a day of it on building site, crafting away. He's come home, took his boots off, just wants a bit of tea, a bath, and then you're there giving him an MLT. He works hard, that lad. You don't appreciate him enough. Well, I think I think he enjoyed the MOT. He passed. He Did passed, he? I should okay, just say. So what is the sort of thing that you would discuss? Well, I checked his tyres. He really appreciated that. <laughs> And they're all fine. Yeah. You know, we his gear stick's in good order. <laughs> Did his oil need and he's got He's got a lovely clutch. <laughs> <laughs> I need to stop snorting when I laugh. <laughs> no, I think he really, you know, we were just checking in, do we want to do a, another year? Do we want to, you know, anything we need to change about the relationship? All was fine. He said... He, do you know what he said to me? Go on. He said, I'm very easy to be in a relationship with. Oh. Yeah, he I, didn't say that. Didn't <laughs> what? Did, was there any feedback? Was there anything he wants you to change? No, not really. No, he said practically believe- perfect in every way. No, he didn't. He did. Would you recommend... A relationship penalty to our Gene Divas that are listening. I think it's uh, when you are approaching just ahead of that. I actually think it's a great idea. I think it's a know? good idea. I do. I actually think it's a really because good this idea. key to a good relationship is communication. 
I I think it comes when it's like right. Let's have a sit down. No, I kind of agree with you there, mate. Yeah. Uh, what's the most annoying thing about Mikey? What's the one thing you'd change about him? I would give him a few flaws because he's just a bit perfect. Oh, shut up. And so I just sort of, you know, put in a few flaws just to to make me feel a bit more normal. So there we go. It's the last episode of Series 3 of Help I Sex My Boss. School's out for summer. School's out. It's the last day of term. Should we just stick on a DVD? Yeah, let's just play a board game for this episode. Let's play Frustration or Kaplunk or Hungry Hippos. Right, or Twister. What was that one that used to knock kids out? Them elephant masks. Oh, yeah, hoops. Them elephant masks, you used to keep them on. They used when to, did it have, the trunk was a hoop. They had a trunk as a hoop. Yeah. What was the game called? And you'd play that at school on last day of term, and they were on so tight, you stopped <laughs> blood going to your head. Kids used to collapse on last day of school. It's the St. John's Ambulance. Why do you think in. they put them on them? Like, I am playing, I'm playing Buckaroo here. Piss off with your stretcher. He's an attention seeker anyway. He's always pretending to be sick, that kid. Yeah. What were it called, that game with elephants? I don't know. We'll look it up. We'll get Ben to look it up. Do you want to sign my shirt? Do I want to sign? You're right. Come here. Did you ever do that at school? No. You did come off it. We did not. In year eleven, on your last day of term, you didn't get everyone to sign your shirt. No, because our shirts are actually made of sort of nice fabric. Did you not? Did you? Oh my! Did you, Ben? Ben, did, I remember. I I got my mates to sign mine because you were allowed to bring in a sharpie, and and you'd get your teachers to sign it as well. My mate signed mine and just drew a massive cock with spunk coming out of it. I've still got it. And my mum tried to bin that shirt recently. She had a big clear out and she threw my memory box away. And that shirt was in it. And my yearbook. No surprise. Oh, your yearbook? And I told you to bring... What do they write about in your yearbook? Uh, So it weren't like one of those American yearbooks where they had your picture in. You just got an old... You'd like ask your teacher for an old exercise book. Some of the girls had nice posh ones. Cheap then. Mine was just an exercise book. Cheap. You just got your mates to stick a picture in. Well, talking of yearbooks, I have brought... My yearbook. Oh, my. And we did have American-style yearbooks, or so you are going to say. I can't believe you didn't get your cert shined. Shined. We, we need... To, I'm pissed already. Your shirt shined. So my yearbook has got my name, my date of birth, my contact details, should people wish to get in touch. Thankfully, two out of the three have all changed. Then we had sort of sections that we all had to fill in, most likely to say a little profile yeah. that was written by a friend. My friend George wrote this. Comments from friends. Uh, how would you most like to be remembered? Three words that sum you up. And where do you see yourself in 10 years? Now, it has been more than 10 years. Oh, go on. What was the three words to sum you up? Urbane. Urbane? Urbane. What does that mean? Sophisticated. Oh, my God. To be fair, producer Ben didn't know that. Urbane. Urbane. How posh was your school? Well-mannered. Someone in year 11 knew that word. I couldn't even spell because until year 11. You still can't spell it. Big elephants cause... That's how you... Oh, what is it? Do the rest of it. Big, just spell it. Spell it for me. Spell because. B-E-A-C-A-U-S-E. I always... I can spell it now. I always struggle with definitely and defiantly. I always spell... Yeah, I'll defiantly be there. Is that wrong? Yes. I'm, I'm too drunk to Hang notice. on. Producer Ben just told me I spell it wrong. B-E-C-A-U-S-E. What? B E C A U S E. Yeah, that's what I just said. Right. Because I'm I'm too tiddled. Right. Anyway, you're Urbane. Urbane. Well, that mean isn't that what ginger people say when they 
No, that's that. Auburn. Oh. <laughs> I've got Auburn hair. Urbane, well-mannered, modest. Modest. And in ten years, here we go, where do you see yourself in ten years? And I had written... On the corner of Soho waiting for business. Back at school, probably. No, as much as I would love to return as headmaster, hopefully I'll be making enough money to live comfortably and enjoying my life, free from the strains and pressures of 21st century examinations. What I wrote. If I'd have said to you then, you'd be in a room with mm-hmm. a bloke from Burnley getting pissed <laughs> on gin and the bonnet, <laughs> trying to spell the word because, <laughs> what would you think? I think my very expensive education would have been worth it. <laughs> Comments from friends. Here we go. This is my friend, uh, well, we'll call her, we'll call her Stephanie. Every bit of luck for the future. I really hope we stay in contact. We don't. Remember, I'm coming to be your weather girl when you're a newsreader. I was in my newsreader phase then. (laughs) Don't change. You're amazing and have stuck by me and made me smile on countless occasions. You're a loyal and valued friend. Well, that's weird, because I'm still in touch with all my mates from school. My best mates from school are still my best mates now. But you've gone to quite a few schools. Mm. I haven't seen Pete Rucroft for years. I'm really good mates for him at school. Oh, I know Pete. Pete from Kesterick. No. Oh, OK. I haven't seen his decorator now. Really good decorator. You might know my decorator, Well Hung John. Because <laughs> he hangs the wallpaper very well. I called him Well Hung John. Uh, still speak to Rick, Pilk, Scott, Lama... Uh, oh for God's sake! Who else do I know from school? I'm gonna, I'm gonna mention them now because they all listen. No, Pilks, Rick, Llama, Scott. I just want to lower the mood a bit for a minute. Like you haven't already read in that yearbook, it's like an obituary. One of us is having an affair. Producer Ben is cheating on us. What? He has started producing another podcast. Are you winding me up? No. Is he actually? He came in the other day to a meeting. There was lipstick on his collar. You hooer! How could you? He said, do you know what he said? And everything I've done for you! And these kids! And you've been out with some floozy! Do you know what he said? Is he actually? Yeah. Because he said... He said that apparently we treat him badly. I don't think we have ever said a nasty word about him. We've never said a nasty word about him. We have him. never said anything anything rude, derogatory, never. patronising, no. condescending about him. I mean, we had a massive argument in Burnley where he stormed off, but... <laughs> and now... That was my fault. No, yeah, it wasn't my yeah. fault. He would be in marred. He's leaving the room now. Yeah, leave the room, you slut. We'll get someone else. We don't need you. No one's Is he actually it. producing another podcast? Yeah, we're not even going to mention this other podcast. No, are we balls? No. How could you? Let's not give it the publicity. Let's I just. Don't, I let, don't even want to look at you. You're on the sofa tonight, you. Let's just say series four might sound a little bit different when we get a new producer. <laughs> It'll probably be better. Mm, probably. Yeah. So, that's how we're feeling. So there we go. I can't believe it's last episode. Well, oh, look what I've got in my pocket for you. I thought you were happy to see me. <laughs> What's this? So, it's. Uh, do you know what that is? You take it from me. Oh, it's um, a De Bonnet wrist. No, um, it's for your bracelet. It it it's a decanter tag saying De Bonnet, oh! a silver decanter tag that says De Bonnet, and you can just dangle that off your D. <laughs> you can look here. Put it put it on my D. Just pop it on. 
You've been waiting to crack that, haven't you? To so, be fair, I bought I bought this for episode two. I just forgot to bring it in. Oh, you could have got me one. No, there's only one. My friend Stephen alerted it. Uh, it's presents on eBay to so me. So you know when you see whiskey decanters and they've got a little metal tag on that say whiskey, gin, uh, vodka. You put what vodka in a decanter? Mm, probably not. No. I love my. Oh, and he's got a little one of them. Now it says to Bonnie, so we've got that. Yeah, there you go. So that's quite executive, isn't it? Um, next series, when we will be returning yes. after the summer, William Hansen will be 30 years old. Clinging on to life. The big three hours. Are you going to have a do? Well, I said this to, to the both of you the other day on, in our meeting, and I said, no, probably not. Because we're not doing this thing where we're pretending and then going to throw you a surprise party, so have a do. Have a, why don't you have a, a, a do it at your mum and dad's house or something? They've got a pool, haven't they? Yeah, but in September it'll probably be closed. Pool party. Pool look at, party. Look at me. I'll DJ. Radio 1's Jordan North will provide the music and entertainment. Oh, God. Yo, it's William's 30th. What's your mum and dad called again? Brian and Sarah. Brian and Sarah, let me see you make some noise. When I say oggy, you say oi. Oggy, oggy, oggy. Oi, oi, oi. <laughs> <laughs> I love the hand gestures you do. Um, no, I'm not. I might know. Come on, you've got. I can't believe. And look at my at my great age. I don't think we should do anything that overexcites me. Are we not doing anything. I might do something. It's the big three O. Oh no, I don't like this. I think the older you get, the less fuss should be made. The- Until you get to like eighty, where it's more of a celebration that you're still with us. Up until that point, no. What is producer Ben doing? Are you just taking a photograph before we get rid of you? Why are you just taking for selfies while we're recording? Why have you got that cap on? You look ill. <laughs> we are a bit horrible to him, aren't we? No, not at all. But also, whilst whilst I've been... Before I'm approaching the big 3-0, mm-hmm. I've been looking back on my attitudes to certain things. Oh, yeah. And I had having a bit, Yeah, having a bit of an audit... And I have. Maybe it's maybe it's an audit. Audit, I was going to say. And maybe it's because I've been friends with Ben for for too long now. I've become a bit sort of you know bit lefty liberal woke. I have changed my opinion on doggy bags or boxes. Is that it? So I used to be very anti doggy bags. Did you use like a pooper scoop? What? I, I don't get... No, doggy bags in a restaurant. Oh! oh. No. Right. I'm, I am. I wondered where this was going. I, right, so... No, in fact, I'm very pro that sort of doggy bag. I was going to say, how do you pick up dog poo if you don't use a doggy bag? No, right, I'm with you. I'm with you. Doggy bags as in for leftover food. It's weird that they call it doggy bags. I just say you box it up. So you didn't... Before you, before you didn't agree with asking... No. Right, go on. Tell us what your, your original views so are. So if, if, you, if you ordered food in a restaurant, you ate it there and then, and any leftovers, should you not be able to eat it, tough. Okay. You ordered it, you eat it. But actually, it's, it's, I mean, I think it's subject to certain foods, especially cakes for like afternoon tea, for example. In order to reduce food wastage, fine. If, if it is, especially if it is offered by the establishment... Fine. Obviously, if you're going to dine at the Ritz restaurant, for example, and it's sort of Michelin-style food, no, it's not going to get off. No, I disagree with you there because you're paying more for it. Yeah, but you should definitely take it. 
But if you're at the Ritz, let's say, Palm Court for afternoon tea and you can't eat all the cakes, fine. No, I always get it. What, what do you think of, like, half a lasagna? I don't know him. <laughs> half a lasagna. Right. There's a restaurant I always go to that I can never finish. I either get the meatballs or the lasagna because I like what I know and I know what I like. I don't even have to look at menu. And I can never finish it because I always get I always get two starters before. <laughs> you get two first courses. So I get the prawn cocktail. I love Frank. Oh, hello, 1974. Get the prawn cocktail and I get the cheesy garlic bread. Which restaurant is this? Franco's in Longridge. Franco Manca? This great restaurant. Love it. Proper good Italian. It's good. Franco Manca's good. Mm. And I always like, get the lasagna and the meatballs. And I always ask him to put it up because then about a few hours later, I'm like, oh, I could eat that again. Or I could have it for me for me dinner at work next day. Right. So is that all you've changed your views on? Yeah. I think I've sort of just relaxed a bit now I'm 30. I'm not quite as uptight as I used to be. <laughs> but, but by September, when I'm actually 30, I'll be really chilled and laid back. Do you think? Serious 4 will be like, hey guys. You're pissed, aren't you? I'm slightly, yes. <laughs> I can tell. I need to go to the loo, but I, to be honest, I don't think I can walk. <laughs> <laughs> when William's drunk, it's like watching your nana pissed I mean grandma used to look after us on a Sunday I've told you about my grandma before she used to have a whiskey she'd have a few I feel so relaxed yeah mm. don't wee yourself no I do need to go in a minute I might go in the break okay before the break <sighs> shall I do my joke oh my god he's well pissed oh he's proper pissed look at him he's like nodding off come on yep do your joke William come do on. your joke do your joke why do walruses love a Tupperware party? I don't know why do walruses like a Tupperware party. I will tell you the punchline after the break. Okay. Are you going to go for a wee? I'll tell you what, you go for a wee and we'll, we'll continue after you've been for a wee. Imagine the softest sheets you've ever felt. Now imagine them getting even softer over time. That's what you'll feel with Bowling Branch's organic cotton sheets. In a recent customer survey, 96% replied that Bowling Branch sheets get softer with every wash. Start getting your best night's sleep in these sheets that get softer and softer for years to come. Try their sheets with a 30-night guarantee. Plus, get 15% off your first order at BowlingBranch.com. Code BUTTERY. Exclusions apply. See site for details. Hey, it's Ryan Reynolds, and I'm here with Keith, co-star of my upcoming film, If, only in theaters May 17th. Do you want to tell people the big news? All right, I'll do it. Sign up now, and you'll get unlimited for $15 a month in six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan on us. MintMobile.com slash switch. Upfront payment of $45, equivalent to $15 per month. Unlimited over 40 gigabytes per month. Face lower speeds. Videos at 480p. Active Mint customers by 531.24 get six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan. Auto renews after six months. Offer ends May 31st, 2024. Separate Paramount Plus registration required. Terms and conditions apply, if rated PG. Quality sleep is essential. That's why the Sleep Number Smart Bed is designed for your ever-evolving sleep needs. Need a bed that's firmer or softer on either side? Helps you sleep at a comfortable temperature? Sleep Number Smart Beds let you individualize your comfort, so you sleep better together. 
J.D. Power ranks Sleep Number number one in customer satisfaction with mattresses purchased in-store. And now, save 50% on the Sleep Number Limited Edition smart bed for a limited time. For J.D. Power 2023 award information, visit jdpower.com slash awards. Only at a Sleep Number store or sleepnumber.com. He's back. He's back. <sighs> <sighs> okay, how you You're right? Yeah, you? Yeah, I'm fine. Brand new? Yeah. Yeah? Okay, let's do this. Have you splashed some water on your face? No. Okay. Right, so why do walruses love a Tupperware party? I don't know. Because they like a tight seal. So we uh, do the Give Me The D competition. Yes! Yeah. Let us do that. So this is your chance, G and Divas, to win a bottle of the Bonnet. Uh, this... Just go to our social media page on Instagram. Yeah. Is that what we call it? Yeah. I'm so looking forward to this, you drinking this pistol. <laughs> drinking this? Singing it? Sing. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> just play the bloody thing. Right, here we go. And a one. And a two. And a one, two, three, four. I want, I want the D. D. I, I need, need it, it now. Please tell me when. Please tell me how. I'm thirsty and willing and eager, you see. So come on, boys. Come on, Give boys. Me the D. I don't Give think that was any D. better. I'm pissed. Do we have to read the lessons? The yeah, lessons? we need lessons. <laughs> show your mother-in-law around London after this. I know. Oh, oh, she's seen bits of it before. It's fine. Right, um, okay, so if you want to win a bottle of the Bonnet, keep an eye on our Instagram page, at Sex and My Boss on Insta. Uh, let's go to the listeners' let's questions. Let's go to the listeners' questions. This is what the podcast is all about. William and I act as agony ants. What do we act? We are agony ants. We, we offer advice to you, our G and Divas. First question, please, William Hansen. This one is from Tony. It's coming to us via email. Help at sexedmyboss. Hiya, Toby. Tony. Oh. What do you call a man with no knees or shins? I don't know. What do you call Tony. <laughs> I've told it wrong. Is he called Toby or Tony? Tony. Tony. Right. Oh, no. It's what do you call a man with no... Fies Oceans, Tony. What? <laughs> Hello, William and Jordan. So I've recently broken up with my girlfriend. It had been difficult for a while. We were both in agreement that it was not the right thing to do. Obvious- obviously, this leaves us in a bit of an awkward position. She has stuff of mine, I have stuff of hers. But the thing I think I feel most awkward about is the family WhatsApp group. I always got on with her family, and to be honest, I all missed them, as we all enjoyed each other's company. So I feel like I want to send a parting message before leaving. What do you think about that? And if I should send something, what should I say? You absolutely need to leave the group. Well, obviously, I mean, the relationship is over. You, It would be inappropriate for you to continue to have a relationship with her family. Do you think? Yeah. I know people that have, like, 
split up, but they still stay in contact with the mum and dad and stuff. Yeah, but ultimately it is it is Tony's girlfriend who has got to to make that decision. I think it's different if you got kids. Well, and you split up because you still like they're still the grandparents. Well, Tony, Tony, I don't think has children, so I think that oh, is we're just assuming that. Yeah, you need to leave the WhatsApp group and just leave a message saying hi, guys. Just to let you know, I'm I'm leaving the WhatsApp group. Just do it. Don't all the best it, for the future. Yeah, don't take it personally. No, no, I wouldn't even say that. Don't take it personally. Your flies are undone oh. again. <laughs> no, no, no. That's not the message for the WhatsApp group. That's just Jordan's flies are undone. Um, and just be like, I'm it. I think it's best to leave the group. Uh, you've all got my number. If you're ever in touch, hopefully see you soon. That kind of thing. Yeah. I mean, you can say it, but they're not going to get in touch, are they? And then just send a text going, by the way, your daughter's a bitch. I don't think I would say that. No, I think you've got to acknowledge it so it doesn't just show up with Tony has left the group. Yeah. I think you've got to say something like, all the best for the future, everyone, and then leave the group. Yeah. Presumably... Tony's ex-girlfriend has told the family. A very millennial problem there. Very millennial, yeah. Oh, I'm getting to that stage where I'm getting tired. You know, you've had a drink and you want a nap. Oh, don't yawn because I'll yawn Oh, too. I love, I love a Saturday afternoon drink and then you get back about three, four o'clock. Mm. And then you have an hour on Seti and then you're brand new and then you go out. Go for a walk and have a couple of drinks. How I feel right now. Anyway, come on, perk up. Last ep- last episode. Handwritten letter. Oh, can I read it? Yeah, all right. Shall I read one? Go have on. I read des- any? Describe it though. Okay. Describe the letter. Have I read any of this? I have read one. Yeah, you've read a few. Oh wow, this is really hitting me. Quality paper. Quality paper. It says at the top, Susan McAllister. Is that a make? No, that's her name. Is it actually? Yes. Oh, yeah, it is. I thought it was like a make, like a posh paper. No. Sounds like a make. Oh, I like your kettle. Where's that from? Susan McAllister? <laughs> it does, doesn't it? Well, Susan, we've given you an idea for what to do with your name. It does, doesn't it? <clears throat> from Miami. 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 It's all the way from Miami, Susan McAllister. Dear William and Jordan, greetings from Miami. I have a question about liking replies to social media posts. Should one like every reply to one's posts, or is it acceptable to like only the posts one recently likes? For example, if a person replies to my past, if a person... (laughs) We will have no American listeners by the end of this letter. For example, if a person replies to my post with an emoji, must I like that reply? I have fallen into a social media... What's that say? You see, this is why I read the letters. Social media... Quandary oh. over this. I have fallen into a social media quandary over quandary. this. Quandary. What? Quandary. I have fallen into a social media quandary over this. Love the pod. Sincerely, Susan McAllister. At Susan McAllister on Twitter and at the real Susan in Instagram. Sorry, Susan. I'm, I do apologise for doing the American accent. I just want to bring it to life. This is a great question. This is a really good question. I, I don't... I mean, lots of people tweet us. Obviously, more people tweet you because you have more followers. But I think you don't have to like every response to a tweet. I agree. I try to acknowledge every tweet, as long as the tweet is sort of fairly normal and sane and not abusive. Mm-hmm. If it's abusive... Have you had abuse on Twitter yet? Yeah. Really? Yeah. I, to- I told you about my tw- Twitter troll that's in on the train. Yeah. I've got a Twitter... Tw- Say it three times quickly. Twitter troll, Twitter troll, Twitter troll. 
I've got a titter twirl on. I've got a Twitter twirl called Roy that gives me shit all the time. I turn and I seen him on a train recently. Is he still giving you? Uh, he's not, not since I seen him on the train. It was so weird. It was one of the weirdest. Anyway, uh, yeah, I get loads of stick on. Yeah, I don't, I don't respond to those. No, never respond to trolls. That's what they want. Don't feed the trolls. If someone has just responded with an emoji, no need to like it. No. You've seen it. It's is it okay to respond with an emoji? Because I respond with a lot of emojis. Yeah, I think that's fine. I mean, it's, it's sort of going back to hieroglyphics and, and how the Egyptians communicated, mm. but it's fine. I tell you something now, sending the wrong emoji is worse than sexting your boss. Right? Really? Family WhatsApp group, my mum put somewhere and I sent the middle finger. <gasps> I sent the middle finger. <gasps> right? Because I was meant to send the pointy up finger as if to say I've already replied. But you can delete the message. But I sent the middle finger, but I didn't realise she went she said, I don't find that funny if that's meant to be funny. <laughs> and I was like, No, I was meant to send the pointy up finger, I sent her the middle finger. Mate telling me about his cat dying. Hmm. Sent the laughing emoji. Instead of crying. Yeah. I sent the crying laughing emoji. I was like, I'm so sorry about shangles. <laughs> I didn't mean to I didn't mean to and then just Emojis can be lethal. Anyway, going back to Susan McAllister. Sorry again to the accent, Susan. Uh, no, you don't have to reply to every poke. Uh, <laughs> every post. We're not drinking in the new series. We're not. We don't That'd be a very dull series. <laughs> we don't have to reply to every post, and it's fine to use an emoji. Uh, thank you for writing in on, on handwritten paper. The uh, For Series 4 questions, the address is on the website. All the Sex- way from Miami. Sexedmyboss.com. Oh, thank you, Susan. Just going to sit up a bit. Oh. Cheers, Sue. Oh, why are these last two really long? Come on. Come on, we're nearly there. This is an email. Help at sexedmyboss.com. Last series. Woo! Last episode. <laughs> Woo! Last series with Ben. Hi, William and Jordan. Hi. I've recently discovered your amazing podcast and I have been binge listening on my drive to work, which takes four hours. So thank you. Four hours? Just get a new job. Day. And fortunately for me, I still have a lot of, lot of episodes to catch up on. I work as cabin crew for a large airline, and often customers choose to email the company with complaints on the service they've received on board. The company then send this on to the relevant cabin crew via post. I proudly store all my complaint letters in a folder for safekeeping. Becky, I have completely misread your letter because I'm a bit drunk. Right. Have you read it wrong? I work as cat. I did think, why are they? Where are they? That's a bit rude of the okay, airline to okay. send on letters of complaint. I'll start again. I work as cabin crew for a large airline, and often customers choose to email the company with compliments on the service they've received on board. Not complaints. The company then send this on to the relevant cabin crew via post. I proudly store all my compliment letters in a folder for safekeeping. However, some crew members love to take a picture of the gushing compliment they have received and post it on social media, within the constraints of GDPR, obviously, for all to see. GDPR. General Data Protection Rules. I can't help but find this a bit cringeworthy. My question is, where do you draw the line between simply being proud of your hard work and being an obnoxious show-off? Keep up the hard work. I'll be very upset once I'm all caught up and will have to wait weekly for new episodes. Best wishes, Becky. I think that's another good question. It's a very good question. How did... Because there's nothing worse than someone bragging on social media. But then again, you want to kind of... I'm bringing social media into this. You want to kind of 
What was the question again? <laughs> I genuinely don't know. What was the question? I genuinely have no idea where we are. I don't know what's happening. <laughs> this, is, this is the last episode and it's, it's a mess. It's a mess. Right, come on. Come okay, on. Okay, so with... Oh. <laughs> with letters of, of compliment, yeah, they're for you. You can by all means keep them in a folder. So at the end of your career or whenever you need to pick me up, you can look at them. But don't post them on social media. Yeah, there's a fine line in there between bragging. Yeah, and, and also that, but that person that's no, written in haven't. Nice. They, no, they haven't said you may post this on social media. I know, obviously, they're obscuring. So what addresses. was the question? Well, where is that? I wouldn't. I basically, Beck is asking, is it okay to post these compliments on social media? I'm saying no. I'd say yeah. Well, I say just no. say something like, um, "I love my job." No, but and also every now the, and then we get little compliments or something like that. No, no one but, think but also no, th- no one will think you're bragging, Becky. No, and from the sound of your letter, you don't sound like a bragger. You sound like a very lovely, modest. No, lady. I think Becky doesn't do that. It's it's her other cabin crew. But also, posting it on social media is not going to affect your career because the airline have already seen the letter. They've seen it privately and then. Oh yeah, don't put you. the name or details on it. I think you should post it. No. I, I think you should. Well, I say not. What have we learnt? Well, we've learnt we disagree on posting compliments on social media. Would you post a text if someone texts in? I mean, imagine this. Just try and imagine this. Try imagine. If someone, if someone texts in saying they were enjoying your show, again, just imagine. If someone sent that in, would you then post that on social media? No, because it's different for me. Why? Because... The, you're just, you're a professional doing a job. It looks a bit braggy. And what, this is exactly no, the same no, point. I would never, and I'm always a bit, no. It's like when it's when you see other presenters retweeting. Oh, I love your show, retweet. Jordan, I don't retweet. You, I no, don't. but you are contradicting what you have just said in relation yeah, to... Yeah, but Be- Becky's a, got a proper job. Well, that is a point. She's got a proper job and it's nice and, and she doesn't sound braggy. Has, has a listener ever written a letter to you? Yeah. Actually, and really, I'll, I've got it sent to me because my mum sent me a picture. That is so weird. Yes, your mum. Why, why is it? She said, "Do you want this? I found it in your room, and it was a letter off a listener." Can I read it? Um, Pass it here, dear Jordan. As a Burnley supporter in London, it was good to hear your views on yesterday's football program on Five Live. Oh, so it went about, yeah, so it was on fire. I agree with you on Deitch's... Oh, I, I, to be honest, I've lost interest in go. this. Yeah, yeah. So. But it's lovely that someone took the hand, is, took the, the time to write on that shitty paper. Yeah. Well, Jordan, there we go. That's the end of the series. I feel like we need to be a bit more up. Whoa! Jordan's the end of the series! Oh, God, he's pissed. Someone take him home. Take him home. Uh, look, like I said before, it's um, we've really enjoyed doing this series. Thank you for listening. Uh, we're going to go on a, a little summer break. We hope you all have a fantastic... On our summer holidays. Have you got any plans? Are you going on your holly bobs? Yep. Your jollies? Yep. Where are you going? Uh, I shall be going to... Well, I mean, I'm going to some quite exotic places, but that's mainly for work. But I, I shall be having some free time in Indonesia. Oh, really? Where are you going? I've not bu- got out booked because it's like a busy time of year for me, so I'm hoping I can get some... It's not what you were saying to me the other day. Well, what was I saying? You've got nothing booked. Yeah, I know. I'm waiting for work to come in, aren't I? Yeah. It's bloody horrible. I hate not working. Might go away for a week, a few days or something. Where would you go? 
uh, Spain. Yeah, push that boat out. Yeah. Getting, getting ben, are you going anywhere on holiday? He's going to Centre Park. Of course fine. He He's is. got a holiday booked. Of course he is. Can I just also, at this point, take the opportunity to say how much we've enjoyed working with producer Ben for these first three series. So thank you very much for everything you've done. You've really shaped the podcast, and I think any producer that takes on your role going forward, I think, is inheriting. Shapes the podcast. He prints off a few scripts every week, and it's only the bit that we know. Hello, and welcome to Help I Say to My Boss, the podcast where we're navigating challenges. That's all he bloody does, and gets free trips to Monaco. Yeah, true. Well, not anymore. And Burnley. No. I wonder if his other podcasts are going to go on location. No, we actually, um, we'll tell you this, we got, we've got Ben a, a little gift. Yep. We, it was my idea. All right. I'm just saying. We got, we got. Yeah, but I, yes, it was your idea, but I sorted the whole thing. So he's not opened it yet, but we'll give it. To, oh God, I'm so drunk. It's a leaving gift. Is it? Yeah. I'm so pissed. I'm at that stage. I've got to go and record. Well, don't, don't, this. don't. The danger with us getting pissed is that we might actually reveal what happened in Burnley that night, <laughs> and we don't want to do that. What happened in Burnley that night was far worse than what happened in Monaco. See you in series four. Hello g and we're just popping up in case you're deep in episodes from years ago to tell you that very soon you can see us in the cinema. Hello from the future. It's future William and Jordan here. Stop living in the past and get up today. On Tuesday, our show at the London Palladium will be streamed live into cinemas. So if you want an evening full of laughs and outrageous problems and dilemmas, then come along and join us on the big screen. Help I Sex and My Boss Live is showing everywhere and everyone's welcome. Go to sexofmyboss.com slash cinema to get your tickets now. That's sexofmyboss.com slash cinema.